Abraham Lincoln dead? <laughs> Never. He's immortal. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to talk all things Invincible, a comic book written by Robert Kirkman. On today's episode, we're going to be continuing our new reader series, where we talk to friends who have never read the Invincible series before and follow along as they experience it for the first time. So joining me for this, as always, is Liz. <laughs> I made it through without you guys making me laugh. I just couldn't look at your face. Brittany was cracking me up. But hi, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing, Brittany? Good. Um, so yeah, it's been, uh, I don't know, maybe a little over a month, and uh, we're here to talk all about uh, the Ultimate Collection Volume 10, which includes issues 109 to 120. Um, but yeah, how have you been? I know a lot's been going on. Liz, you've got, today was your last day of classes? Yes, it was my last day of classes, and I get to walk across the stage on Saturday. Aww. That's so exciting, because like, I feel like... A year ago, because it's been, I think, a year this month that you guys started doing this with me. Uh, you were starting your thesis and everything, right? Yeah. Like, working on it. and So it's exciting that here you are. Today's it, your last class. It's accepted. It's in. It's done. I am i can't wait. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I know I'm going to be crying like a baby. It's like <laughs> such a long time coming, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yes. So exciting. And, uh, and Brittany, you get to start a new job tomorrow. Yeah, I'm super nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous, but I'm not nervous. It'll be fine. It'll be fabulous. It's going to be fun. It's going to be that kind of like new school thing. I won't be able to work with you anymore, Ryan. I know. It's going to suck. We can't work weddings anymore together. Oh, darn. I don't want to work weddings anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not, that's not for me, but it'll be all right. A lot of change happening and it's good change though. So it's exciting. Uh, I want to go over a few emails before we jump into this. Uh, Remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Our first email comes from, actually, it's going to be an email that we talked about on the last episode, um, on the last new issue uh, episode, where we talked with uh, Sean Aitchinson. He actually wrote to us, and he wanted to know uh, if we caught on to the similarities that Invincible has to Dragon Ball Z, and how the series involves like really strong aliens that want to take over Earth, villains becoming allies, and a lot of you know family drama and all that kind of stuff. And Bill, TJ, and I had never watched Dragon Ball Z before. I mean, Bill had watched some of it with you, Liz. Yeah, well, we started watching it a year ago, but I grew up watching it with my brother. We would watch it every every week at night at so like five thirty. Grew up or watching. I didn't know Dragon Ball Z was you know that old of a show. Well, I shouldn't say grew up watching it. I think I was like middle school. Yeah, like for some reason I thought it was newer. Maybe because my only experience to it was like the movie. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the, I saw that just movie. Don't just ignore it. Oh man, yeah, that was a movie. Don't, don't. Yeah, there was a movie like a live action movie. No. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is like no. It's like it's like uh, Avatar. How terrible that movie really? was. Really. Oh. That's like. That movie for Dragon Ball Z. It, that's how terrible it is. I loved that movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was Googling, like, when the next one was going to come out. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's a really cool concept, right? Did you ever watch the show? No. Okay, so watch So, like, the I don't show. know much about Dragon Ball Z. Like, is the concept kind of has that, like, like I, Sean's saying, it's got it definitely a lot does. of relationships and... Oh, yeah. Well, especially because the, the father-son relationship, specifically. Really? Yeah, of Goku and Gohan. Like... And, like, how he gets his powers and how they're constantly fighting. And then he realizes how strong his son actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So uh, there's definitely lots definitely of parallels. Some. And especially, like, the aliens constantly trying to come over, come to take over Earth, but the species themselves are already aliens. So it's huh. it's very similar. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. I feel like after we're done recording, I'm going to have to watch the trailer for that movie because it's one of those things that I honestly, <sighs> I, I remember seeing it, but I've literally erased it from my memory. Yeah. I can't even picture anything. I can't did picture you, anything. Did you ever watch Shameless? Uh, no, but I know okay. it. I've seen, well, like, the I've guy, seen it before. The guy that's like the main boyfriend, Jimmy, is is the main character in really? Dragon Ball Z. Was Goku in the hysterical. movie? Yeah. Wow, I don't remember it. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, so moving on, uh, we also got an email from Jalen Lee. Uh, he says, Dear Invincible Podcast crew, my name is Jalen Lee. I'm 22 years old and I live in Bakersfield, California. First, let me say that you guys are awesome. I really enjoy listening to the podcast. I really appreciate all the work you guys do to put out the videos. I am happy that there are others that share my love for Invincible. After reading a new issue, I can't wait to look through it again and follow along with you guys when you review the issues. It's also fantastic that you guys get your wives into reading Invincible, and it inspired my gr- and, and it inspired my girlfriend to start reading and listening to your guys' podcast with me. I started reading Invincible three years ago. The first time I read Invincible was in trade form, and quickly after reading Volume 1, went to my local comic shop to see if they had any issues, and luckily they had some early issues along with current ones at the time. After catching up, I've been buying and reading issues monthly. Can't wait for the last couple issues and more videos from you guys. Uh, from Jalen Lee. Uh, so just to fill in everybody, we don't actually re- videotape these episodes, but I do put them on YouTube just as the audio form. So that's, I loved getting this email because it's cool, like confirmation that, you know, people, people are watching, are people <laughs> are watching these videos that I'm putting on there. So that's, uh, that was inspiration for me to, uh, catch up. And so now YouTube should be caught up and releasing the same time as, um, everywhere else. So that was a great email. Thank you, Jalen. Oh uh, yeah. And I'm excited that his girlfriend is reading it. Like, yeah, yeah. Isn't that cool? It well, is really and, cool. And you said wives, Jalen, um, Bill, obviously, his wife is Liz. Um, <laughs> my wife is actually not reading it yet. But is she going to? Is she, she going to break down? She, she says that she us. will. She says One she will. Us. She just hasn't yet. Okay. But she's, she'll, she'll read it eventually. Um, and then part of me is wondering, like, oh, maybe... Maybe I'll wait till the movie and like so I, like I'm I'm gonna be really excited for the movie because then I want I want to hear a other people's perspective, perspective that, that haven't, haven't read. read it. Yeah, so that's I feel smart. like there has to be somebody around instead of every but there will be and there'll be plenty of uh, stuff to talk about Banter. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another email from uh, Luke Lizaldi Lizald. Sorry if I pronounced her last name wrong, but. Uh, Luke says, I'm kicking myself for not discovering this podcast earlier. This past Sunday, I did a random search to see if anyone had started an Invincible podcast. I did a double take when I saw it. Now I can enjoy old episodes. It would be like rereading Invincible Trades. A little about my history of Invincible. I started around issue 30 or 31. Uh, of course, I picked up the trades and devoured them in a matter of hours. Invincible instantly became my favorite book, and I often gift it to others in hopes they will start to read it. I remember when issue 33 came out and meeting Ryan Otley at San Diego Comic-Con. He was sitting at a table there with no line. I bought a signed issue from him and thanked him for delivering the strong art each issue. And his favorite Kirkman story at the time, uh, I met him on a free comic book day. He discussed a comic book concept called Pregnant Cat on a now defunct podcast called Fanboy Radio. I drew the four panel comic and, and took it to have him sign it. He signed it and said, that's not how the inside of a cat's womb would look. 
So uh, anyway, I just want to thank you guys for doing this podcast. Like the comic book, this has instantly become one of my favorite podcasts. I would gladly tune into each new episode. You have a faithful listener for as long as you guys are willing to do the podcast. Best, Luke. Uh, also, my two cents about Universal uh, and comic book movies. Uh, Universal was responsible for my favorite comic book movie, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And Luke, I forgot Liz is freaking out. Like, I'm pointing at you. you love I love it. that movie. How did we not bring up Scott Pilgrim? Uh, we were on our uh, movie episode where we talked about the movie. We talked about all the superhero movies that Universal has done. Yeah. And there's uh, like they've done like the Hulk movies. Uh, they did like Megamind. They did. Oh, wait, did they do Kick Ass? I don't know, but I I completely forgot about Scott but they Pilgrim did because Kick Ass. I love Kick Ass. Well, I. <laughs> but then there's the whole, like, kick-ass, too, because then well, people we, are like, yeah. Okay, so we talked about kick-ass. That's, yeah, that's yeah. where I'll leave it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but I love Scott Pilgrim. It's it's in, like, my top five favorite movies. Yeah. I love that movie. And what's funny is I almost think of it just as much of a video game movie as I do comic book movie. I know it's based on Brian Lee O'Malley's comic. I mean, it's an awesome comic book as itself but the comic itself has so many video game references and all the noises and like oh yeah they did the movie so well they, like so yeah it. yeah i mean between that you know the this world that now has superhero movies like deadpool and logan i mean i think i'm hoping universal is willing to take a chance so this is the first time you two have been on the podcast since the movie's been announced like mm -hmm. that's what did you think of that First, I'm obsessed with James Franco, and I know he's really good friends with Seth Rogen, <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to be a cameo or be in the movie uh -huh. at some point. Now, um, <laughs> now, TJ actually thought his brother yes, for, oh, for Rex Dave. Because oh. he's a little bit more like kind of scrawny, kind of like a, kind, he can be a dick and kind of, yeah. I don't know, Dave yeah. Franco. I mean, he's got a great smile too. Like, yeah. They get so, me every time, those Franco boys. Um, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that, but I, I'm excited for the movie. Um, I'm sure you guys talked about, I didn't listen to the episode. Yeah, which is cool. If you guys want to listen to it, we don't talk about any okay, spoilers. I didn't know so I could or You're welcome or to listen to okay. the movie episode. Um, you know, I, I am nervous that it's not going to be as, I mean, how could it be, but. <laughs> In depth? Yes. But that's a movie, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. I, I love where the creative aspect is coming from. So I can't wait to see what they do with it. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be hysterical. Like, it needs yeah, it's that interesting, comedy like, touch. Like, it's interesting. Seth Rogen, I I know there's humor in Invincible, but as soon as I heard Seth Rogen, like, all of a sudden, all the humor started coming out to me, and, and I think it might be funnier than I anticipate. Yes. Well, I think it has a lot to do with how Deadpool came out. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that it's hilarious. I love that movie. But, yeah, I hope it's it's a little bit more dramatic and where it needs to be. And it has to be rated R, right? It has to it be. It would have to be. It has I mean, to be. I mean, depending on how far they go. Well, that's the thing. We've talked about that in the episode, too. I mean, I feel like the first movie could probably get away with PG-13. Mm -hmm. But, I but mean... But with Seth Rogen... But, again, with Seth Rogen, the kind of humor he might want to incorporate... Was Paul yeah. rated R? Oh, I bet. Okay. It had to have been. Yeah. So, I That's mean, a good it's... point, yeah. And you know what? I wonder if Paul was universal. Part of me feels like it was. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. I've never seen these movies you guys are talking about. Well, Paul has... Um, 
a Simon Pegg in it. And yes, he's, and he's wearing and a, he's wearing an Invincible yes, T-shirt. In and it. I was so excited. I kept, I'm like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Billy, look, you know. Oh and, my god! But that was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I, movie I, I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah, I want to say uh, Robert Kirkman and Ryan Otley were actually um, on set for that movie, and they were just extras in the background. And oh, Kirkman, cool. I, I I can't remember exactly, so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Kirkman was writing the script for issue 100 or something like that at the time. Like he was doing something um, at the at the bar in the background of the of the uh, movie. So pretty That's cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah, so, I have to watch it. I know. Yeah. Um, Sean Aitchison, who wrote in about the Dragon Ball Z um, question, also wrote in about uh, a potential movie outline. Now he wrote a really long email, and I'm just gonna kind of give like a brief outline to you guys about it. But his idea for the Invincible movie would kind of, um, the intro before the title would be kind of like a somewhat of a montage of, you know, Nolan explaining, you know, who he is and the Voltramite people and their race. And then Mark getting his superpowers, throwing the garbage bag, and then, you know, title that says Invincible or, you know, if that's what the movie's going to be called, hopefully. Um, but then the, the movie would progress as, you know, there would be some basic superheroing, you know, throwing a lot of the Nolan relationship building. Uh, then at one point, Nolan gets pulled away to a fight. And in that fight, he kills the Guardians. But everybody thinks that the bad guy they were fighting was the one that killed the Guardians, which is something that I actually brought up on our you know, movie episode, which I think is great. Um, they go to the funeral. Uh, Mark will then confront the big bad guy that they fought, uh, that Nolan fought, and find out that Nolan was, in fact, the one that killed them him and Nolan fight and it ends with Cecil, you know, you know, just the way the comic ends, you know, Nolan flies into space, Cecil offers, you know, Mark the job and he goes to fight Alan on the moon, you know, has that conversation. Do you guys think the movie should be pretty much that first volume, you know, end with the fight with Nolan or do you think it should be more or less? I think it, I think that pretty much would sum it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want to hopefully come out with a sequel. Yeah. Hopefully. That's the main. Man. Sequels, tie-ins, TV shows, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, if they didn't stop it there, where else they would stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I like, I could see it stopping there 100%, but yeah. I'm just trying to think of what would be the next, like, good stopping point. For- I feel like if the next point after that would have to be where Nolan goes and the reveal that he's on another planet with a child... And I feel like that can't be done in the same movie because that's almost too much, right? Yeah. Unless you left it all. Co- well, no, you couldn't. Because you know how like so much. That could be one of those like yeah. end credits, like the special sneak peek. Yeah, him, or, him on an alien planet. Yeah, just like his a back view of holding a baby or something. Oh, <laughs> purple baby. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah, I. I almost feel like there is so much. So unless if they do, like this, the whole beginning scene of the killing of the guardians the guardians mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the middle of the movie is the big epic fight with nolan mm-hmm. then finishing it up like that's the only way yeah. i could see that working but i feel like that fight with nolan has to be it's so climactic right yeah. it has to be an ending mm-hmm. and there has to be a lot of emotion in that fight so you need a good amount of time to build those characters up and everything so especially for a movie yeah. Especially. Oh, yeah. Movie. If it was a TV show, this, it would be different. You yeah. know, a lot of people were hoping this would be 
an animated TV show, you know, several episodes and we can get a lot of this extra stuff. In, but that's mm-hmm. because we all want it to be. But we can answer be... the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I said, I mean, if the movie's successful, we just say there won't be. Right. Video games, you know, going to Hot Topic, get pajamas. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> costumes. What a, what a dream. Costumes. It'd probably have to be on late at night on Cartoon Network. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Netflix. You know, just or do Netflix. it straight to Netflix or something. I don't know. Daredevil. Mm. I stopped after the second season. <laughs> there only is two seasons. Of or no, I it? stopped after like the second episode of the second season. The oh. only one of the Marvel Netflix shows I have not watched is Iron Fist. I oh yeah, I just saw either. that came out. Yeah. Billy was watching a preview or something. I heard it wasn't very good. Because but... he was watching the preview for the whole Defenders. Yeah, night. where all of them get together. Mm. And I was like, "There's an Iron Fist." Like, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. So. I. All right. So. Show. Let's do this. Uh. Issue 109. My God. 109. We've done 109 of these. That's crazy. Uh, so this is Ultimate Collection, Volume 10. We're going to be going over 109 to 120. So here we are. Uh, but first, actually, I want to say a quick little previously on where this kind of left off last time was uh, uh, volume, 10, volume 9 was all about Issue 100, Dinosaurus, killing all those people, Robot viewing Mark as a villain, and uh, Angstrom coming back, Mark becoming obsessed with finding Angstrom, and, you know, Robot helping Mark go after Angstrom. Uh, You know, Eve slapped him and everything, remember all that? And, you know, Robot and Mark go to that other dimension, and Robot hears that other Mark, the Mohawk Mark, talk about how, you know, he's evil, and how all the Marks in that other desert dimension were evil, and how we realized that's who we really were. And Robot just does something he chops off angstrom levy's head kills mohawk mark and leaves mark in that other dimension and mark is sitting there by himself and says holy fuck (laughs) and that's where you guys (laughs) ended so uh let's jump into this issue 109 awesome cover i love this cover mark kneeling down before you know uh Rudy, you know, the the robot that was in the test tube. And um, it starts off right where we left off. Uh, Mark is looking around. There's everybody dead and bloodied. And uh, Mark zips around and he he pulls his hair out, puts on the other costume for Mohawk Mark, and he imitates Mohawk Mark. Like he pretends he's him. Right. And uh, he, you know, tells General Craig, you know, that the other Mark that went there was the one that attacked him. They killed Angstrom to, you know, to uh, to halt our progress. And this is so smart. Like, yeah, I so quick, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of this so quickly. <laughs> and I love that he leaves the Pentagon, which is so, it's so cool that it's all, you know, Viltramite-ified, and uh, flies straight to the t- old Teen Team base, you know, hoping to find somebody that can help him. Uh, and he gets there, and I love seeing the costumes of Adam Eve and Rexplode, like, in their cases. Mm-hmm. And there's Rudy in his test tube. And um, he's, he basically goes to him to seek out some help, somebody that he can, you know, confide in. And uh, it turns out that the Mohawk Mark, the Mark of that dimension, killed everybody. Yep. <laughs> killed the entire team team. Killed Eve Rex, everybody. Because he's evil. He, yeah. you know, he, he said he was. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and that Rudy even tells Mark, he's like, that, you know, our Mark, Mohawk Mark, we'll just keep calling him Mohawk, Mohawk Mark, it's just yeah. easier, uh, wasn't human. He was very much alien. He took his, he, he, uh, he sided with his father when right. his father, you know, when that epic when showdown that happened, fight happened. So, yeah. so this is basically a world in which Mark teamed up and helped his dad take over the world because he went to, uh, the teen team asking, saying like, Hey, you'll side with me, right? Like you'll help. And they right. didn't. And he killed them. Um, no I love compassion. Yeah. Yeah. I love this dimension, this whole alternate reality. I think that's so cool. Um, but you know, he Rudy agrees to help and um he tells Mark that he needs incentive though because why help him like what what is what's in it for what's him what's going to serve me yeah exactly so Mark seats out the mauler yes <laughs> which I was of course excited to see the mauler twins again yep wow well yeah, yeah this time there's one because <laughs> he keeps killing them right isn't that yeah. what he said like doesn't he like keep killing the other one he doesn't right he, yeah exactly he, he can't clone himself no. quick enough um uh... <clears throat> so the plan is to put robot or you know rudy into mark's body a clone of mark even though when you started saying rudy i was like rex rex yeah robot (laughs) (laughs) it took took me a second to like get there i was like oh yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so long ago but yeah i know yeah like you know robot as rex more than you knew rex blowed almost at this point oh pretty close i feel like it yeah yeah it's almost about halfway yeah, I've um, accepted him as yeah as Rex. I'm yeah, and it's weird. I feel like I call I feel like I call him Rex when he's not in the suit, and I call him Robot when he's in the suit. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think that's Same what it thing. is. Yeah, but so, now that he's Rudy, he's Rudy. <laughs> now he's going to be invincible. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so he gets the Mauler to uh, help that's clone so him, and uh, uh, Mark has been kind of checking in with the Vultramites, telling him that he's being kind of held captive there, um, kind of portraying this you know that rudy's captured him and holding him hostage and everything and uh the time comes to put rudy into the you know the mark clone and they do it but just as they're doing it the viltrumites attack they go to save their emperor mark (laughs) who they think is mohawk mark and Right in that moment, I mean, it, it actually wasn't it like a month earlier that he could have left, but he wanted to make sure the cloning worked. Yeah, exactly. So he could have left. So at this point, the Mauler is like, okay, get out of here. You have to go. So Mark flies through the portal to get out of there. Because what do the Viltrumites send as a weapon? Is that, that's Monster Girl, right? But like. Yes. Remember before? Please. Yeah. Remember before? When Monster Girl, every time she used it, she, she got, got younger. younger and younger. That was in a world where Robot fixed her. Yeah. Remember he gave her that belt? Uh-huh. This is what would have happened had Robot not fixed her. <laughs> so it's the baby. Yes, yes, And yes, remember, yes. the monster became more of a monster as she became younger. Yeah. So I love how Conquest was like, but the last time we unleashed this beast, this beast I was not sure we'll be able to contain it. Like, this is not this is a weapon. So Anissa... Th- oh, well, I would say, when I first saw Anissa holding a baby, I was like, is this from a completely different reality where she actually had a child? Oh, had kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little confused at first. Oh, yeah. But then, so it took, you know, yeah. flipped to the next yeah, yeah. page and, like, totally... Oh, so cool. It's just this huge, like, Godzilla-like <laughs> giant monster. And, of course, Mark has fled to the other dimension. The monster's rampaging around. Um, 
but robot successfully is cloned inside of an invincible. So here we have an alternate universe where robot is in Mark's body. (laughs) Oh, it's such bad news. It's such bad news. But Uh, at least he's in a dimension where... Like, he's a good guy. But... In this case. He is, but it's still robot. Oh, yeah. It is still robot. But this is a robot that didn't go to the Flaxon dimension. I mean, I guess we can get into that later about whether or not that's... Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yes. Either way, I love this dimension. It's just like there's conquest there. Uh, In in the the issue before this... everybody again. Yeah. In the issue before this, they mentioned Thrag's rebels, like... You know what happened? Where's Nolan in this in this universe? So yeah, I was wondering the exact same thing, and I think this is a really clever way to like get to feel all the characters again and still yeah, like be part yeah. of it, and like okay, everyone's not dead. It's cool. Absolutely. So I like you know, you know that that robot marks basically still portrayed as the Mohawk mark, and all is well in that storyline, and that's where that issue ended. Yeah, this is the cover I liked. Mm-hmm. This cover. Oh my god. I love like there's kind of a running joke. Not a running joke, but like Otley draws hands so well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's the hand of Nolan from issue eleven yes. reaching down. There's the conquest war with Eve, her bloody hand reaching, and now Mark reaching for Eve. Oh. Yeah, no, I love it. If if I could ever afford a cover, that would be Yeah, that cover. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I uh have often uh thought about getting this com- a commission from Ryan Otley that would pretty much mirror this, but instead of Invincible hand, Invincible's hand and Eve's hand, it would be Robot and Monster Girl, and it yeah. would be the Monster hand and the Robot like kind of I love Robot that, hand, yeah. ah, especially after this uh-huh. volume. Mm. Okay, so 110. This we're gonna see it like next week. Someone's gonna be like, Yeah, it. damn it, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so uh, this was a very controversial issue. Britney's got words about it. Mm. So, I mean, there's not too much. I mean, we're going to get right into it because there's a lot of this is going to be. Uh, there's not a lot of words, I guess I could say, put it that way. Um, so Mark gets back and he flies straight home. And Eve's pregnant, obviously. Mm-hmm. He left and she was freshly pregnant. Just right. Ew. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Brittany. Yeah. Um, and she's like, not really shocked by this. She's kind of like, whatever. You know, yeah. I had accepted I, you gone. Yeah, she's moved on essentially. Yep. She's, Mark's been gone for six months. Her entire pregnancy. She tells him that she almost lost the baby. She yeah. wasn't eating. She was a mess. Rex or robot told her that. I saw them crush his head. Right. He was mm-hmm. gone. Freaking robot. Yeah. Motherfucker. And Mark's just like saying, like pleading, like, hey, this, you have to listen to me. This is, none of that's true. And he's like, no, no, I'm done with this. He, like, I, I realized the only way that I can survive and the only life I can give this child is one without you. Without you. I gotta leave you behind. Oh, God. I was just, like, I was, I was so pissed with this whole issue, honestly. Like, yeah. I wish I, I read them separately. What the fight between um, like all the issues and oh this yeah, yeah yeah I really wish it is I was you able guys to... are experiencing something completely different because we read these months or a couple months apart in some yeah. cases like this this yeah you it, I think it ruined it for me this honestly this, like it's probably my worst like the it's the for me it's my least favorite volume really yeah uh, least favorite just because of like what happened the, everything that happened but it was just 
Yeah. Because it, uh, bec- now we're going to get into it more, but because it happened too quickly, was it because it was too much? Did it go too far? I think it went way too far. You think so? Yeah. See, see, for me too, it's like I can get where she's coming from because, you know, she's she has all these emotions from the last time when she had an abortion, mm-hmm. and then she had to go through that alone. Yeah, and then now again, he left. This she had the, to go through the whole pregnancy. This is alone. the second time she's going through a pregnancy so she, alone. Yeah, so she knows that she needs to be able to be alone in order to be yeah to be okay mm-hmm. with it. Like I get why she's pissed. That he like the reason why he left. Yeah. But it's well, only it, been six months. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. But I not know, only, but, but it's, it's constantly not. It's not just something that, else over her. Yeah, and it's not just that the time has passed, but she went through the entire emotion of accepting the fact that he was dead, like not believing it, then eventually fighting it, and then <laughs> not even just it accepting and, that he was dead, not even caring that he came back alive. Mm-hmm. Like that is moved on, moved yeah, on. She's like, not wearing her, the ring anymore. She, yeah, she's not wearing the ring. She doesn't even. She's like, I'm not even mad. I just don't even care. Like yeah. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So she says we're through. They essentially yeah. break up. And she's skinny again. Well, because she, she wasn't she eating. No, I know. And, just, oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But yep. What? Uh, I love it. Super. <laughs> yeah, Mark, she she tells him to leave and that she doesn't want him around. Just go. And Mark just basically gives in and says, "Just leave. Just leave. Robot cannot be trusted. Just don't stay here. Just leave." And Mark flies away, crying. Oh, I feel so bad it for Mark. It just went too far. So he's up there crying, and Anissa <laughs> shows up. Girl on the prowl. <laughs> She's been looking for him. Now, if you remember, what was it? Uh, oh, did you forget? No, because I, like, something just hit in my mind. I heard a conversation, obviously, between you guys about what can and cannot be done to a guy. And now I realized. Oh, yeah. That's what you guys Yep, that's what we were talking about. about. Okay. Um, so, anyway. Oh, yeah, there's been, even on the podcast, we've talked a lot about, just... you know. What happened in this yeah. scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In detail. Um, okay. But if you guys remember, in issue 107, Anissa, uh, like, sped up and kissed Mark. Mm-hmm. And she's like, huh, I didn't I didn't notice any resistance. Um, remember, she was watching him. Oh, yeah, wrestle. freaking creepy. Like, she's been, creeper. this has been leading up for a while. And <clears throat> so, yeah, she basically tells him, hey, I do not want to procreate with these humans. I have no interest in them. They disgust me. But you have ultimate blood, so you'll do. She's a little bit stronger than him, I think it's safe to say. She Mm -hmm. forces herself. They fight. Like, he fights back. I mean, it's a straight-up fight. He's punching her. She's bloodied. But unfortunately, she's just enjoying that. Yep. So, yeah. I'm literally shaking my head this whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to... I love the... Well, you all get the idea. What's that? When it, when she's. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, it ends with her. Obviously, she rapes Mark. Mm-hmm. She says, "Man up! It'll probably take a few times. I'll see you soon." And Mark's just left there in that crater. I want to read, um, a, a quote from Kirkman. Uh, comic book resources, CBR dot com. Um, interviewed Robert Kirkman after this issue because it was, you know, pretty controversial. Um, and this is what he said. 
He said, this was an attempt to bring something that's a bad part of real life into a superhero world and analyze the ramifications of something like this happening to someone in superhero comics. It's a great medium to be able to deal with real-world issues against a fantastic backdrop that is completely unreal and see how those differences in the situation change how characters behave. It's really all about exploring Mark's character, and I can say that it's a very hard scene to read, and it's meant to be that way. There will be far-reaching ramifications coming from this moment that will extend throughout the life of the book for years and years and years. It's definitely a huge turning point in Mark's life, and it's something that's going to temper almost every scene with that guy moving forward. So... Uh, so were you okay after reading this, Brittany? Or did this, like, seriously, like... No, this, like, this bothered me. Yeah. How so? What do you mean? It's a fucking comic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's bad enough we had already discussed abortion, mm-hmm. which yeah. is in itself, like... I don't know. I think they're all very touchy subjects. He's got a lot of balls to put it in here. Mm-hmm. In it's a comic. not... It really does. To be fair, I mean, it's, I, it's I, not... I do the, get it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the first time... Uh, rape has been done in comics before. Also in this article, there were, you know, they gave examples of it happening in other series and other examples of when it was the the guy being raped. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he decided to go with it. And it, like he said, it does have ramifications and it will change things. Yeah, I, I mean, for me personally, like, I'm thinking about Mark and everything he just went through and then... Mm-hmm short amount of time and I just I feel awful for him yeah this was definitely like a kick him when he's down kind of thing right Mm -hmm. and I feel like that also kind of like changed the way that he fought back because of what he had just went through emotionally Mm -hmm. he just couldn't he was drained yeah he just couldn't fight her off not only Eve but everything with robot that just six months right so I, I feel like that's what left him so vulnerable in that exact moment, and she was there at that exact right time, yeah. you know? Because I don't feel like it would have been successful at another point. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um, as far as the rape itself, like it being in a comic book, for me, it it's I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but for me to read it, I, I more appreciate it because I feel like it is something that, well, again, and, and again, it's just another form of art, just like movies or TV or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just, it's, it's something like you, Brittany, I've never in a comic before, you know, read something like that before. So it is jarring. And like Kirkman says, it's meant to be hard to read. Yeah. I mean, uh, but she, I like when stuff does that. I yeah, like, I, I, I think it was just a little too far. Yeah. Like I, I had to stop after this and just kind of like mm-hmm. what just happened. Yeah. I, um, and then I had to go back to it. Yeah. Yes. I've only read issue 100 of the walking dead once because that scene was way too hard for me to read and it's very very disturbing and i had a really hard time reading it not only because of the gore in that issue but because of the context and you know the the writing and the way it was portrayed was really tough and so um i get it i totally get it like it 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 is tough so and, but, like, in our perspective, for one, this is my first comic I've ever read. Um, and two, being that we are reading this per volume. Oh, yeah. To... to See, we, we read that and then we sat on it for a, a, at least a month. Yeah. No, like... Yeah. Which I could see. Reading, I could it see that being tough. It was difficult to actually... Because when I read... To like it. Yeah. Again. As I was rereading it, I'm like, geez, like, it's violent and it's like it's it's beating him it's yeah. it's it's taking a character that you love and it's it's really messing him up mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, yep. And that's, I mean, again, Invincible kind of is about taking superhero tropes and taking things that, you know, might be easy or, you know, something different and just kind of turning them around and finding a way to tell it in a different story in a different light, like, like what Kirkman was saying, you know? So. I feel like that's what books are for. Mm-hmm. Like you want to pick up that thriller or whatever oh, yeah. and just read a whole book and it's mentioned in it and it's fine, but in a comic, it just, it I was, mean, it was too much, too uh, much for me. It was probably because <laughs> it was the graphic, you know, because it, it goes along with, yeah, what you, absolutely. It, yeah, yeah, you have a visual aid versus when you're just reading a book. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be a similar, do you think, say everything you've read of Invincible so far, every issue had been an episode of a TV show. Do you think the, this episode of a TV show would be, would hit you just as hard? Or do you think it's yeah. because it's a medium that you haven't experienced it like this before? No, I think... I uh, think the show would be just as bad? The, the show would be just as bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I for, Maybe it's because I read more <laughs> crazy things. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said, it didn't, it didn't have that hard of an effect on me. It just... It more destroyed the character for me versus the mm-hmm. actual experience. Of and we'll have to talk to... TJ, I remember TJ uh, was one, like, you know, me and Bill, I can't remember too much of what our thoughts on it were, but I remember TJ wasn't a big fan of this. Like, it, it, it bothered Probably him too, just in a... does he believe that a man can't be raped? Oh, is, no, is I don't think that point? was... No, okay, I, don't, because... I don't think it was that. Oh, yeah, I just no, think I he meant it just felt like it wasn't necessary. Okay, because right. I know, like, that the was, like, an ar- in the argument. Oh, no, no, that of, was, of yeah, we've talked about that okay. before. But, I, I mean, it's... I mean, it, they can. I mean, that is yes, that is something that yeah. I'm with TJ on that one then. That you just don't feel like it was it necessary. And again, necessary. I might be wrong, but you know, we'll have to ask TJ later. But that could be a, a note on our all gathering. Yeah, when we all talk. This is something they talk about. Well, as if that wasn't bad enough, going in after that <laughs> was issue 111, which, <laughs> my God, this was monumental. They advertised it as. Um, three issue ones for the price of one because it had that much impact, like an issue one, like it was a big deal. And so... I just like Farmer Mark. He's oh, so yeah, cute. Farmer Mark. Isn't Did that, you like this episode? Wasn't it <laughs> like from Superman? Superman. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well... It was yeah. something. Superman crashed into the farmer's Oh, well, yeah, land, yeah, yeah. And so it was, I thought well, it was just like even a his, of Even his Superman flying pose in the one picture, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And his overalls. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, a farmer lends Mark some overalls, and Mark goes straight to the Pentagon to talk to Cecil. And I love how we don't even see the conversation between him and Cecil. It kind of starts when they're like already midway Mid. through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cecil believes him. He's like, okay, I get it. Um, are you sure you're the right Mark from this dimension? And he's like, yes. He, <laughs> he's feeling you it know, out. Yeah, he believes him. And uh, Robot, yeah, he just shows up. Oh, they'll take that as an apology. Yeah. Like a dick. Yeah. Yeah. The panel of just him, like, ugh. Yeah. Like an asshole. It's so, like, it's kind of creepy. Because, you know, he always had that kind of skull looking grimace. Yeah. And so you know what's going on. Like, and I so, always took that as, like, he's a good guy, but now it just, like, totally like, transformed. Yeah. Oh. And so he, he basically <laughs> says, like, mouth. uh, He's like, oh, did you survive that injury, Mark? And Mark's Ooh. like, oh, you're denying. Oh. No. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, Mark, or Cecil continues to take Mark's side. And Robot's like, well, oh, well. I wish I had more time. I was, so, I was actually surprised next. that Cecil took Mark's side. Yeah. 
I, well, I mean, Cecil's a, everything between the, the, between them, but I don't know. I, I mean, mean, Mark was gone. Like he was. That's true. It was gone, gone for, for six months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but. Oh. So Liz, it has been <laughs> so long. Yay! Cecil dies. <laughs> So I know, obviously, okay, back so when you, all, okay, okay, a year ago, <laughs> yes. when you were saying you wanted Cecil to die. I freaking hate he's, Cecil. Here we are. Obviously, know. I've known this whole time that I this know. was going to happen and the <laughs> way know. it was going to happen. Are you okay with this? Okay. So first of all, like when he's taking Mark's side just before this, I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, they're trying he's to redeem together? him. Oh, no, Cecil. No, Cecil. They're, they're trying to redeem him again, make you like him. Like, they've been working up towards that mm-hmm. little by little. So I'm, like, waiting for something to happen to Cecil. Mm-hmm. And so when I actually, like, turned this page and saw his throat slit, mm-hmm. I was actually, I was shocked. I was like, oh, it's yeah. happening. But I... I didn't feel remorse. I didn't really? feel anything. Yeah, so I was dramatic too. Like I was just a slice. Of just like throat. holding his head back, slicing, and then yeah. and not then only that, stopping. He curb stomped his head. That was <laughs> awful. Like there's no coming back. I like, was like, that, Cecil, that was... you deserved it. Oh. I'm sad that it was Robot that did it to you. It should have been Mark. Oh. <laughs> but I was glad he was dead. It's all right. Bye, Cecil. See you later. So sad. Said no one. It's such. I. I did not like it. I liked Cecil as a character. I get that. No, I, get, I know. I, I get know. that it. I. I like the, you know, the way it happened, and I am. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because it needed to happen. No, it was. It was. Perfect, but man, it was such a dramatic. Rough, such it, a rough scene. It happened the way that. I wanted it to happen. It was mm-hmm. gratifying. You yeah, know, death. Yeah. Like he had. A, he had a very impactful. Yeah. Death. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I'm terrible. Out of nowhere, like one just straight up boom. Well, I, like I said, page, I was shocked. It's just one page, like done. Yeah. And there, yeah, there was no warning. No, nope. like, it was just that was it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, robots got his little pulse thing going, so Mark can't really can't fight back, but I he's trying to. And he's saying, like, he's basically saying, um, he he calls C- robot calls Cecil a friend. He says that you know he would have understood, you know, the importance of what I'm doing. He would have. Uh, you know, but but unfortunately, he would prevent me from what he's what I'm accomplishing. But if he had known, he would welcome this. Like yeah. robots basically saying, Cecil would approve of what I've done. Mm-hmm. And um, and to me, in that moment, he sounded like the Toronto, the T Rex guy. Oh, my oh God. dinosaurs! Oh, yeah. Dinosaurs, exactly. Yes. And that comes up mm-hmm. several times. Yeah. So Mark manages to fight through it and destroy that robot, um, which like. Cool, you destroyed it, yeah. but you didn't really have to. Yeah. There's just 20,000 more in another room. Well, to be fair, he <laughs> doesn't, he he doesn't know Cesar. that Rex isn't in that one. Oh, okay. To be okay. fair. To be fair. And he had to that. stop the thing from pulsing. Pulsing, yes, exactly. So, uh, but he's sitting there, and it's like, that almost seems like an issue where it would end right there. Like, he's sitting there, just like the one with Angstrom, but no, that's not it. No. Robot talks through the helmet and says... Meet me at your house. Oh. Oh. So. And then we see the new improved robot. New and improved robot. Yeah. He's all souped up now. And uh, he's standing there in front of Eve. And Mark oh. smashes in. And. I f- like, my heart hurts so bad right now. Just so you know. Like, just mm-hmm. everything that's happened to Mark. And it's just I going, know. going, going. I like, know. They want him to be evil. They want it's him like, to give it's, in. It's like, it's almost like, like the comic is pushing Mark in a direction. Yeah. They're like, hey, 
Uh, so I like how in this point, Robot says, you know, give me the same trust you gave Dinosaurus. Do you not know me better than you know him? You know, this will be better for everyone. Like, this is the same thing. This world is flawed. I can make it perfect. I've done it before. I know how this sounds, but I've seen it. So he's saying like, hey, I fixed a whole world before. I could do it again. How were you, what were you doing with Dinosaurus any different? And Mark's still freaking out. He, he tells Eve that, you know, he just murdered Cecil. Robot says, hey, Cecil would have stopped me. I had to, I had to do it. And unfortunately, he won't be the last one to die. Um, Eve believes Mark at this point. She's calling him crazy. And uh, Mark flies at Robot. Robot tells Eve to stay and shoots out this cable that latches onto her leg. And then he rips her leg off. Yeah. Well, and not only that, when she falls, she falls directly on her belly. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they even made a point to show, like, the yeah. smackdown the smash. of her belly. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Like, my my heart broke because I was like, that can't be good. But mm-hmm. then again, she's a freaking superhero with well, a super boom. But then again, if that wasn't even enough, <laughs> she uses... comes up. She uses... Yeah. But then she uses her powers, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So Robot's talking, and she uses her powers... Because Robot's basically saying, hey, I knew the only way to t- to stop you would be to attack Eve and your unborn child. Right. Eve smashes his head with her powers. Mark's, like, obviously in panic mode because don't use your powers, you're going t- to hurt the baby. And sh- she's like, I had to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. Robot throws a bomb. The whole house blows up. Like, ugh. Seriously? Uh-huh. So Mark flies straight into the atmosphere. Um... We get a scene with Rex uh, sitting there, uh, basically, you know, saying that he wished he had more time. And he's like, oh, well. Let the slaughter. Let the slaughter begin. begin. And you see all his robots. Oh, yeah. All his robots in the background. Yep. And, and you know, I don't think I caught that. The, The one directly behind him looks to be the one that just lost its head. Was it the one that just lost his head? Yeah, because he grabs the head and then he appears through the portal. Oh yeah, duh, in the yep. page before, and so he's holding the head and just has to get fixed. And yeah, go just back get out. fixed, and there There's they are. There's like no break in between all of these. These were meant to be these like remember like, conquest. Remember man. it was like boom, 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 and it was like this is kind of one up in conquest. This is mm. saying hey, you thought that was like a lot. That was a a fight between two people. Here's here's an army. Like here's a lot, and so in yeah, let the slaughter army. begin. Mark flies into space. He tells Eve she has to create a bubble, even though it might hurt the baby. He's saying at this point, it's either both of you or you. Yeah. And so he flies straight to the Voltramite ship, and he just basically falls down at the door. Nolan is standing there, and Mark's like, help. Like, ugh! Month to month! We had to read these month to month! I know, right? No, this is one time I was actually really excited that I got to turn the page to see what happened next. I know, I always always forget that you guys only had... Well, guess what? Soon, you guys are close. Soon you're going to have to wait month to month, (laughs) but only for like six issues. The final six. But that month will go by so fast. It does go by very fast. Yeah. Like, we already have a new issue coming out next week, and it's like, ah, And maybe what I'll do is, like, I'll wait to the end of the month and read it so that a new one comes out so it's, like, that still instinct notification. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Issue 112. 112. So there's poor Donald. (laughs) Poor Donald. Walking in on... Cecil? Yeah. 
poor guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get to see lots of robots leading, leaving that. Remember that that moon base that is there, robot is that designed? Star, oh Star shit! Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's, that's the moon base that robot designed in order to keep the tides. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. So he that knew when he was. Motherfucker. Yeah, he knew when he was <laughs> he building knew. it. Oh, that. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. Of course he did. Because he had thinking, done it before. I'm thinking it's just like a like a Death Star thing. Mm, oh no. no. I mean, it essentially no, that serves was, the same purpose. Yeah, that was used for good. Oh, no. That he kind of. So, here's the slaughter. Man. So, poor Black Samson. He was there from the beginning. Uh, he gets taken out at his barbershop, yeah. where the elephant seems to be working. The elephant, who's a, uh, an old-time uh, villain, kind of like one of those small villains that Mark fights every now and then, kind of a play on the rhino in, in Spider-Man. I, um, yeah. I love the fact that he looks like a white guy in a costume, but he presses his chest where the amulet is yeah and he's like an old black guy i was trying to figure out who this was i assumed it was um is it shapesmith oh no i assume i I, I get why you'd think that but no that was just the elephant elephant was just a random villain that mark was seen fighting several times Hmm. just a small time thing it's usually just him punching him out like knocking him out well and then it confused me too because like when it like poofed it was pink and I always see that with Eve. Oh, yeah. And, like, the pink writing. So I was like, is she somewhere? Is something oh. happening? So it took me a little bit to mm-hmm. just accept. Okay, no, he just, just died. Just He just he just took <laughs> he out just, one of the small villains. Yep. And Amanda. So Amanda gets called into... Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Amanda gets called into... E, or, or Amanda gets called into uh, Rex's kind of office where Lair. he's working. It's a layer of evil. And he's all smiles. Mm-hmm. It's like, good to see you, Amanda. You know, would you like to sit down? Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, do you ever think about our time in the Flaxon dimension? <sighs> you know, uh, you ever think about how we'd make things better there and how we can make them better here? Yeah, why don't we try that? And then we get their dialogue in the background while seeing all the carnage. That was awesome. Wasn't that cool? Yeah. Yep. And seeing, like, you know, her text boxes were green, his were red. This monster girl. Uh Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I love this, and this would work so well in a movie. mm -hmm. You can hear it. Like, you can hear the dialogue talking. Oh, I love it. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry. No. And so uh, he explains to Amanda, basically, how, you know, they would... How they would have to, you know, like how some people would oppose them, mm-hmm. but it would be they would come around to our side, and she's kind of agreeing, like yeah, you know, it would but take time, but they would. Things are different here, mm-hmm. so that's like a big. Yeah. No. So, uh, robot kills knockout. Now these are characters that are in, guarding the globe and Invincible Universe, which is this kind of a spinoff. So you would have known these characters a little bit more, um, but you know. We've Either way, you've seen them. Yeah, you've twice. seen them a couple times. Yeah. Um, kills Knockout, don't want the boxing gloves. Kills Kid Thor, who's been around for a long time. He was, I think, originally in the capes. And so, uh, yeah, kills them. Yeti has got his face blasted. And, uh, and as he's describing it, it shows him, oh, in this scene, this scene bothers me so much, him walking towards Shapesmith. And Shapesmith mm-hmm. saying, but but I thought we were friends. And Robot's like, it's nothing personal. And kills Shapesmith. So, who who doesn't get a funeral later, by the way. Which is totally unfair. I love Shapesmith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was 
like that made me sad too and it's just like but he was he was part of like how you got to know where he came from earlier in the like he was like Shape Smith was back in when Mark got went right. to Mars and yes. like and Russ he, Livingston like, the sequence forever yeah. I oh, know yeah. and for him just yeah he so he deserves a funeral absolutely oh yeah but I yeah but yeah so then it shows heartless he's freaking and shows heartless. robot taking on all the invincible Reanimen and yeah. detonating a bomb that was. Comparable Donald. to the, yeah, Donald. Donald gets away. He's a floating head <laughs> now. Well, you know, he's a so cyborg weird. head. <laughs> yep. He detonates a bomb similar to the one used in uh, Las Vegas. Yes. Or as they call it now, New Vegas. New Vegas. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. he's ba- And, again, meanwhile, all this dialogue saying, like, hey, you know, Amanda's like, we'll win them over it eventually. Well, and Rex is like, no, Amanda, I don't think you understand what I'm proposing. Right. Well, and you can see, too, though, that... Since they had been gone for so long, she even says, like, I, I haven't felt comfortable here. Yeah, like, I yeah. belong here. So I don't think she's going to be hard to win over. To win over? But she kind of is. I know, because she's I mean, got, the, like, that moral compass mm-hmm. more so than anybody else. Well, he was the one that ruled. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she ruled alongside with him, but, you know. Right. I know. Might not have been the exact same experience. But I love Best Tiger showing up. I, uh, he's one of the one characters that I regret you guys not getting to know from the spinoff series just because he's so fun. I say, I don't he's know. just he's yeah. just crazy. But I love the way he, I mean, his like broken English, his, uh, he's just a sharpshooter. He's just, he's like, he uses bandana over his eyes. He's just a really cool guy. But anyways, uh, uh, what is it? I, I'm just, well, because then this is when she realizes that yeah. he's already begun so yeah, she shifts into she's like she's like what you, form. yeah she's saying you, you what you were talking about how they would oppose you you've already started yeah you and know he, and his his simple response is better to ask for forgiveness yes that's the thing he's saying it's better to you know better yeah. to ask forgiveness I've already started I was hoping you would uh, come onto my side and his plan is already in motion and i love this dialogue i love this whole scene this is this whole scene is one of my favorites from probably the entire series you know monster girl saying monex he 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 told me who you are and i didn't believe him you you did hunt down and kill all of them you are and he's like monster that's what he said didn't he i killed all of them he admits to it he says i killed all those people i killed the the person you fathered a child with i killed all of them i tried looking for your child to kill him too and he's like, am I a monster? Maybe I always was beneath the surface. Who knew we had so much in common? Ah. That's not even fair. Ah. So. I had nothing. Yeah. Like, I had nothing at this point. I was just like. I loved it. It was so well written. It is. Well, and then, like, the fact, too, that he just keeps on... Like, he's still... Right up to the end, he's still believing, like, you're you're really not taking my side. Because she says, like, why, why, I loved you. And he says, loved? So you're really not going to help me. What an idiot I've been. I've, I've been. I've never considered what this would do to us. I didn't think it would even come to this. I know. But then he still ends mm-hmm. like a slimy asshole of, <laughs> you betrayed me first. I really liked him. Yes. I'm so sad. Yeah. I liked him. You know, and it's tough. This is one of those things, and we're going to get into it more in, in the next couple issues. But but yes, that line, I want you to remember, you betrayed me first. Mm-hmm. And then an amazing page of Rex kissing mm-hmm. monster 
form of Monster Girl. And uh, he says, but I'll always love you. And then him crying on the floor as he, like, ejects her out into space. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's right. Whew. So. Can we just talk about that? Go for it. Like, when you saw her choking in space, like, I, I lost it. Like, really? I was like, how could you... I... Like, I just, I couldn't get over this one. And this is the, the point where I had to put it down. Really? Yeah. Like, I, this affected me so that much. That was, their, their relationship is so good. I loved their relationship. I, I love that they were, like, kids. They yep. were teenagers. Like, I love, every, yeah, I love everything about so this their story. Rough. Yeah, so this this one was a lot harder for me to take. I'm glad she didn't die. I, like, well, I know. Well, yeah. this, at this point, like, yeah, the way that the, I thought that she was, like, dying. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she was dying. Mm-hmm. Mother effer Rex, I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this this scene was, was beautifully written, and I just couldn't, couldn't get over it. Yeah. All right. Issue 113. The slaughter continues. Robot goes after Brit. Britt uses his own son in a rocket-powered boot. I know. <laughs> that was cute. I was like, yep. a nice little comic relief. Yep. Yeah. It's Seth Rogen right here, right? You there you go. <laughs> and then uh, he escapes with his son. <laughs> and I love, yeah, I love, I love, uh, I love this shot of Rex saying, damn it, I should have sent more drones for Brit. Stupid. I'm too, I'm too distracted. And it cuts to Monster Girl floating, because you know that's what he's thinking of. That's why he's distracted. Of course. But there's Anissa flying by. So Anissa grabs Monster Girl and brings her aboard the ship. Oh, she makes me cringe. I think she's supposed to. I know, it's it's rough. Like, when I seen her, I was just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's good writing right there. Like, they're just well, trying to make her look like she's doing something good, and I hate that. Yeah. I hate it. So, <laughs> so remember what? Oh, I just like that it shows the panel oh, of Anissa's hand reaching towards Monster Girl. Like, right. again, it's like that, that, cool. that play of the two hands. So the last time, last issue, you didn't see Mark or Eve. So it's been two months and you don't know what's happening. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> so now this is the first page we see of Mark since he was at the doorstep saying help. Help, yeah. So here he is, bloody, up against the wall. And somebody says, Mark, sorry to wake you. And you turn the page. Would you like to hold her? <laughs> I oh. know. Like they just like... This, uh, instant relief. Yes. This was so satisfying when we read it because it had been so long and it was like, thank God. Like, mm-hmm. something good. Something to keep him where he needs to yes. be. Because, you know, if anything had happened to Eve or that baby, no. Like, He'd be yeah. done. He would be done. And I just love him crying. Yeah. He's so cute. So, the baby looks like a fat little Eve. Oh my gosh. It yeah. does look like a fat Eve. You're <laughs> it right. Does. I love it. So I love it. Yeah, he cries, wipes a tear away, and, you know, they say that Eve's still in surgery, um, that, you know, right. there was a lot of blood loss, that they were able to save the baby. Um, but she's stabilized. Yeah, like, but she's, she's stabilized. She's okay. Mm-hmm. And Mark just saying, I just want her to live. Great moment with him holding the baby. You know, her saying, you know, I'll leave you two alone. And I love how he's like, you have no idea how screwed up your life is going to be. But seriously, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then uh, Eve's out of surgery. She's stabilized. Mark gets to go see her. And there's Eve with her robotic leg. Yep. So she has a robotic leg now. Well, 
And I'm thinking too, is she able to create something now that she's not pregnant? She can use her powers, but she's never able to affect organic matter. That's right. She was only able to do that when she was under extreme stress. I gotcha. And she couldn't because she was... Yeah. Okay. So So that's that's staying. The leg is staying. So yes, she does have a robotic robotic (laughs) leg now. Um, Are you mad at me, Mark? Freaking petty. I love how... I like when she grabbed the baby, though. She's like, oh my God, she's perfect. She's so perfect. She looks at Mark. Her life is going to be so screwed up. And he's like, I I already told her. (laughs) I know. I like that little little conversation right there. That was good. Mm -hmm. But yes, I, I don't her again reading it issue to issue. I can imagine this being a little tough because now all of a sudden, Mark, are you mad at me? Come here, you big like. Uh, it's it seems a little sudden after everything that's been going on. Not only you're like getting ripped off, having the baby, at robot attacking, but you broke up with him. You know what I mean? Like it's been six months now. All this is happening so quickly, um, so that might feel a little jarring mm. so uh eve pull or mark pulls back a little bit though but that's more so i think because of the rape than anything and uh he walks away and goes to talk to his dad for a little bit and this is when we find out that monster girl will be fine she's yeah. she had some brain damage but because of her monster form's ability to regenerate they're able to help repair her and she'll be okay so uh you see Anissa peeking over the... Yeah, well, Anissa, Anissa makes an appearance, and Mark, you know, understandably is a little shooken by it, so... Yeah, just his, the body language, like mm-hmm. him, like, angling away from her. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah. Ugh. He's waiting and her, for the her, pounce. Her, her whispering, you can see, like, the text is small. He's like, missed you. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh... They find out that a robot drone has appeared, has appeared near the ship on, yeah. on the moon. And he shows up in what? Sorry, no one's mustache is just huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's on point. It is on that guy has point. a giant mustache, too. The one that's mm-hmm. talking to Nolan. And his has a little bit more flair to it. Oh, you go back in issue. Sorry, or back a page. That guy. In the oh, bottom. Yeah. oh, yeah. He's got a nice one. They got some... But you're right. Nolan's mustache, man. It's, Boom. All, it's all about Ooh. the facial hair. So uh, I like how right away Robot's talking about Monster Girl. He's like, I tell myself that I knew you guys would save her and that it would be able to kind of instigate this or initiate this conversation. Um, you know, I tell myself that. So can you tell me, is she okay? You know, and he's like, hey, I haven't attacked you. You can at least do me the justice of telling me if she's okay. And, oh, uh, no. Because, I mean, he, he he said he loved her. He bawled. He's crying. He hates that he has to do this, but he's he's viewing what he has to do as more important than his relationship with Monster Girl, whether we like that or not. But he's I the know, one that sent her out there. I know. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> he just, like, locked her up somewhere. Yeah. So much. So drama. Nolan's saying she's stable. And this was always great. I love how... Robot starts to talk to him, and he starts, like, his speech is breaking up, and he's slowing down, and he's like, give me a minute, and you turn the page, and it's him doing a ton of stuff. He's he's flying through, uh, that's Doc Seismic, remember when he transformed mm-hmm. to that lava guy? Yes. And then, all of a sudden, he's attacking the immortal, who lost an arm. I... He's ordering D.A. Sinclair to produce robots faster, more of them and then he has a meeting with the president. So he's doing all of this, and he's like, sorry about that. It's, I'm having a hard time multitasking. And I kind of, like, forgot about the D.A. Sinclair. Like, 
that he would be working for who? Oh, for a robot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he works there. He... Because he yeah. builds Diesel. Like, I mean... Well, he helped build it. The... The moon thing. The moon thing, thing. yep. Mm-hmm. We do find out later in this, though, that he is not working with right. him. Like, he right. is probably compliant in this point because exactly. he's going to kill him if he doesn't. And so the conversation carries on, and he basically says that you you want to keep Earth as a place where you can repopulate. That is your main goal. If you fight me, a lot of you will die. Sure, you'll probably win, but a lot of you will die, and a lot of humans will die. Um, and not only that, but if you don't fight me, if we kind of have this, you know, work together, work together. Exactly. Uh, I will make the world an even better breeding ground for you. Gross. So, yeah, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no one, I mean, well. They have to consider it. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. we find out next issue, but this issue ends with, Eve basically telling Mark, hey, this isn't me being concerned about whether or not Angstrom could come back. This is happening. This is real. This guy attacked us. You know, shut up and go save the world. And, you know, uses her powers to put his suit on. So, what are you thinking, Liz? I don't know. (laughs) Like, at this point, too, I was just kind of like, and Mark just being like, oh, we're getting back together. Like, poor Mark. You know, because that's what he's kind of like taking it as. They had a baby. So now that she's like saying like, oh, this is a real threat. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he is thinking, oh, we're back together. Which, of course, that's what I ultimately want. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if she's just going to be like, no, I'm done with you again. So I was kind of like not yeah. sure how to react. Because to everything scene. she said was valid. I mean, right. Mark does run away all the time. Well, not run away, but he he's, he cannot help but be called away. Yes, this is his. But life. then she just told him to do it. Again. Yeah. Well, again, she kind of said maybe in, it's in on that, her terms. Like I don't know. I mean, she did say in that page that you know this isn't it's, something small. This is something that's affecting us right now. Like you, you, this is something. This needs to be done. It's not. Oh, maybe Angstrom will come back, which right. she was I right about. You know, he wouldn't have come back. You know, as far as we know. As far as we know. So. I know. Issue 114. This is the final one of this arc of what Rex has done. So, it starts with Robot telling the Viltrumites, okay, I believe we're done here. And Nolan's saying, I'm afraid so. Which means, I mean, he doesn't like the agreement they've struck. Right. But no, he knows. he has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to keep the peace. Uh, Mark... Obviously, he's attacking. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like this idea. Um, but that's that's the way it is. He No one explains to him, like, this is what we have to do. Uh, opposing him would, would put too many lives at risk. Uh, it's just not worth it. Right. Who knows how many people would die on Earth? Like, it's just, it's a stupid decision. Mm-hmm. And Mark's like, no, no, there's no way you're going to let, let him get away with what you've done. I'm going to stop him. And I like how he says Eve and she's like do, do it. it that was cute <laughs> I like that and then he just zooms out of the room it's like that, got it because that's the only information he needs now yep. is that's his partner in life and if they're on the same page he's he's ready yeah and Nolan's like he could ruin everything Eve's like no he's going to fix your mistake exactly mm. I love that at that moment too I was like thank you Eve like yeah. thank you no she's she's manned up like yeah. she knows like yeah 
Well, she had a kid. He ripped yeah. off my <laughs> effing leg. Yeah. Yeah. Kill him. No, no, like, <laughs> we don't work with this guy. She almost, yeah. like, he almost, you know, killed her and her baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's out. Yep. yep. Claws we, are out. Done. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Britt kind of, like, standing at the table, like, this is the resistance. These are the, all the heroes that have survived. <laughs> I love that? Donald's head. Yeah, Donald's head floating. <laughs> The pug, the bruiser. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I mean, I love pugs, so I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of talking about how they'll, they'll you know, who's missing, you know, where they're going to get in, how they're going to get in touch with everybody, and when they're going to have a counterattack. But in the meantime, they'll be safe. But... They don't even know what they're up against, though. So yeah. how could they even... Oh, I know. ...form any semblance of a counterattack? They're just trying to get everybody together to... To even talk. Have to something. Even, yeah, have something. Yeah. But... Turns out, Bulletproof betrayed them. Uh, bulletproof. <laughs> so, Robot and his drones show up, and Bulletproof's saying, surrender. It, you know, he's not going to kill us if we surrender. And, you know. I never seen that coming. Right? No! I, I, I didn't see it either. Mm-hmm. Especially when he's in Invincible, invincible suit? suit. Like, oh, it yeah. It's, it's an ultimate portrayal. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's... Mm. So... He's he's called a traitor by Brit. Donald takes off to go find the others, and everybody gets taken away. And I want to say that's the last we see of them in this volume. So I think you're right. There might be a quick pass, but yeah. Um, Mark is at the Pentagon, flying at you know Rex and the Pentagon, which is already on con- under construction. And this they have a big talk here. This is this is a big discussion. Like they talk more about how, like, how is this any different than what you and Dinosaurus were trying to do? Well, we still don't even know exactly what he's going to do. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's really hard to yep even gauge. What's... Yeah, and 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 Rex even says he's like at this point I've already done so much that it would cause more harm to stop it. If you were to stop me now, more people would die as opposed to where it's at now. And he and 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 uh, I like how Mark says that you're going to take over the world, you know, and he's like, don't be don't be so childish. I've assumed control, but no one knows what I've done. (laughs) Like he's not he's not a front facing person. He's doing all this behind the scenes. He doesn't want credit. He's seeing a problem and he's fixing it. He always says he doesn't want credit. Mm hmm. But I still just don't yeah. agree with it. Yeah. Not sure, yeah. So he's saying he's going to do this behind, you know, he says, I'm fixing things behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know what this is? This is new. It's a new way of doing things, of fighting evil and saving the world. And it's messy and it's imperfect, but it's effective. But most of all, it's new. But don't be, a, don't be scared of the new. Embrace it and welcome it. More than anything else, don't make me kill you. And he's basically he says, "I'm begging you, don't make, don't let me kill you. I don't want to do this." You know. So, you decide what your future is. He says, "What's it going to be?" And then we get a couple pages of, uh, or a couple panels. We see that Monster Girl is back in his custody. Uh, all Monix. the, yep, all the resistance, are imprisoned. Bulletproof saying, "I'm sorry, it had to be this way." Mark goes back to Eve and she's saying, what happened? Like, I don't see the news has been saying everything that everything's been better. Everything's been changed for the better, but I don't see Rex. What's going on? 
And Mark just says he won. And we've got... That makes me so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so defeated. Like, and then it ends with flashbacks. These are all flashbacks of the actual dialogue, the same panels from the issues that they are, you know, that they come from. We've got one of the first issues here where Mark meets the teen team. We've got, you know, Rudy at the mm-hmm. time telling Monster Girl that, you know, you were, the, you were what inspired me. And uh, then we've got Rudy taking on the name of, as Rex at Rex's funeral. And then lastly, you know, Rex telling Monster Girl that, you know, after what happened to them in the, in the Flaxon dimension, he doesn't ever want to, you know, go back to that, you know, corrupted with power, you know, person again. He doesn't want to be that person. And just him, like, with his head in his hands. So that's it for that arc. Like, that was how that arc ended. It's kind of a bummer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously, like, just, like, sitting here and... <laughs> like, like, you're still contemplating. Right. And... It's guess... a lot to take in. I, I mean, you guys are close to caught up. This is still a discussion we have. Like, we still discuss what he did. You know, like, how bad was what he did? Obviously, it was bad... Is he considered a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I mean, obviously, he did bad things, and he's terrible things. But this, this has been the conversation about Invincible from the beginning. From the very beginning. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and to me, too, it's like, he is trying to do it a little bit different this time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't remember if in the other um, volumes if he said, like, oh, but that's I never wanted to be a leader, or I never wanted... I, I remember him saying stuff like that. Like, I never wanted the credit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I think it was in the, fl- in the Flaxon Dimension where all of a sudden they were, like, he was a king. Yeah. But he didn't care about that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's admitting that he did like all of it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to go back to it. But didn't I, he just do it all over again? I think he's just, he sees a problem, and he's the kind of person that wants to fix a problem, you know? like he Because all in all, he's not human. Maybe. I mean, he's deformed. Is he not human? He was... I thought he was pretty special. He's like a super genius who yeah. was deformed as a... I don't know. Okay. But it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation to have, and it's not... And it's going to be one that we have a, a lot, you know, over the next several issues. Yeah. Leading right up to where you are pretty much currently in the series. So, yeah, it was a lot. And that was exciting to read it month to month when it came out because it was non-stop and the art was gorgeous everything about it was just amazing so now we get issue 115 which is a break from earth we don't see earth at all in this issue i don't believe no and the cover is battle beast in an awesome looking cover (laughs) so here you got the return of battle beast yes starts off with him you know making love with his girlfriend Oh my. Thresha. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Great little relationship. Battle Beast gets word because he was sent out to hunt uh, Thrag, Thrag, remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that smile that he had when Alan told him, I want yeah, you to find like, Thrag. He's like, finally, a finally. appointment. Yeah. And so he's been orbiting this planet. Space Racer gave him confirmation. He's like, yep, he's right below you. Yes. And he just charges right into it. 
I love this this panel of him walking with both his like hammer and sword. They're huge. And Thrag's like, uh, you know, I've defeated you before, you know? Easily. Easily, as I recall, yeah. So Thresha, meanwhile, sends all the Ragnars, which are those kind of dinosaur-type creatures that are able to hurt Viltramites. To help. Yeah, to help him. And Battle Beast is pissed because he wanted a fair fight. But Thresha was saying, hey, Alan told me not to let you die. So she's doing what she can. She doesn't want him to die either. So she thinks that she's helping right. to kill Thrag. But in reality, Battle Beast doesn't like this. He he wants, like he said that the, the Ragnars could have been released on his death. Yes, exactly. And I mean, he's all about honor, you know? Exactly. Like, I want to be the one that and, does it all And a clean myself. fight, too. A clean mm-hmm. fight, yes. Which is all, the, what, what most of this is. He helps him kill all the Ragnars and... <sighs> And Thrag so gets mad. his yeah Thrag gets his guts ripped out by one of the Ragnars, and Battle Beast is pissed because you know oh oh and then the 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 um, the alien race that are, are protecting the planet are come to Thrag's age aid and Thrag calls them off too because he's kind of in agreement. It's like okay, I see how you are, uh, and he respects that. You yeah, know? he respects it. And Battle Beast says he will accept no advantage, takes his own sword, and slices his own stomach open so that it is an even fight between him and Thrag. Which I think is bullcrap because Thrag is a much different being than freaking Battle Beast. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Do you think he could have taken him? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. So I think it was a pretty, pretty even fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Uh, Thrag's like, you treat this like a game. And Battlebeast <laughs> is like, this is no game. This is what I live for. This is my life. Oh, the art in this issue. I know. My God. I mean, that next page. Of them running at each other. Yes, I love it. The faces in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So epic. So, and so then much just, red. Yeah, and then this these panel after panel. And for some reason, I always love the artwork when it's split like this yeah. across two mm-hmm. pages. Yeah, that's why I love that I own one of those pages yes. where there's a long panel yeah, that goes I down like, the page. I like those for some reason. They mm-hmm. stick out to me. And with, with especially with Battle Beast and Thrag in the forefront, and it's him biting his eye. <sighs> and then his eye is just split from then on. Ugh, gross. Uh, I love it. I love it. The fight doesn't end. The issue ends with showing you know showing the delivery room of all the babies Ugh. lots of babies Brittany. i'm sorry worst well, that's nightmare. like that's why they showed all these alien <laughs> women pregnant gross. yeah like you oh, just yeah. i didn't know why all these alien women were pregnant oh mm-hmm. yeah no i i got it right away yeah no i was yeah. grossed out and i was like you know what that man's a genius oh yeah and then i saw that and i was like oh oh yeah yep. So nasty. And you remember the age quickly, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> what Vultramite, you know, problem? <laughs> There's plenty. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's where 115 ends. So, 116. Trucking right along now. 116, we're back on Earth. This is, uh, I love how this issue starts with William saying, of course I'm excited. It's a whole new world out there. 
And he goes on to tell how everything is better. Wars have pretty much ended. No troops are out there anymore. Everybody's come home. All uh, college funding is free. Healthcare, you know, universal healthcare for everybody. Crime has completely stopped. There are no more drug issues. You know, all hard drugs have disappeared. Nobody even makes them anymore. North Korea has been liberated. The, ex- the space program has been expanded. Everything's amazing. This is all great. And it's just like, oh, and Mark puts it best, salt in the wound. Like, yeah, they don't know what's going on. Like, they even say, uh, you know, like what, are you, like, what are you talking about? Do you guys know something we don't? So yeah. William and Rick don't know what, what's going on. Mark didn't fill them in. So they're the ignorant, they're the blissfully ignorant mm-hmm. in this situation. But then again, you do. You hear all that stuff and you still contemplate, is he a bad guy or is he a good but guy? But that's what I mean. William doesn't know who Rex is. Yeah. Oh, you're saying we. Do we? Con- yeah. Yes, no, that's us. the thing. It sucks because you want him to be a bad guy. You right. want you want it to be black and white. You want it to be easy. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks so bad because he did such awful things. And he probably went too far. And he did, you know, like And how did he do that? Like what did he do? I'm like this To is... to to make it all yeah. so all these things happened? And at once, like so quickly. Well, we I mean, don't know how much time has passed. Time, yeah, but yeah. Still. But still, yes. It's well, crazy. I'm sure we'll know how much time has passed once we see how big the child is. Mm. <laughs> so, here we are. We've got um, Nolan and Debbie looking at their destroyed house. Um, Nolan says that you know this confirms that they did the right thing. They they this is for the better. And then uh, Mark and Eve are heading back to Eve's parents' house. And I love this, how Eve is basically saying, you know, at least, you know, dinner with my parents, uh, if that if, if that won't take, you know, my mind off anything, off of what's going on, I don't know what will. And you turn the page and it's Battle Beast and Thrag <laughs> fighting, which is a current... That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a common theme throughout the next few issues is that it just cuts to them still fighting. fighting. So dinner at Eve's parents... Kind of the usual. Um, uh, I think, oh yeah, this pretty much goes on to uh, them talking about what they're going to name the baby because they haven't come up with a name yet. And then the baby crying and Eve wanting to feed her at the table. And Eve's dad getting pissed off and storming away. Again, another hot topic issue about nursing in public. Nursing mm-hmm. in public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was not even a bug. It's at her freaking it was at her parents', parents yeah. house. And then there's the funerals. So here are here are the three funerals that they went to today, which is just today. Maybe there were more on other say, days. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. And so we've got Black Samson's funeral, um, Knockout and Kid Thor's funeral, and then Cecil Stedman, who of course, you know, nobody. nobody was there because he was such so high up in the government. It's probably an unmarked grave. It's just, you know, right. simple. Poor guy. Yep. And at each one, Rex was there. Rex was at each one, you know, standing among everybody, except for Cecil's. And, you know, Mark in the rain next to Cecil's coffin says, you know, that I, I think knowing that you probably would have worked with Rex, even after everything he'd done, he just he just doesn't know what he should have done. He was standing there at these funerals. I could have probably killed him. I could have crushed his head if I tried, but why did I stop? Should I have stopped? Like, 
he's 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 going through the same thing we are as readers like you know should i stop this guy at this point he just doesn't know what to do with himself so upon flying away he uh he runs into immortal who's basically saying we have to stop him he's still all about the resistance right you know he wasn't there when when the resistance was stopped and you know he basically mark tells him that like hey i've he's already attacked eve i don't know what else you know you want me to do i can't put them in danger and you know no immortal doesn't like that you know Mark basically says, though, like, hey, you you went off, you retired, you went on vacation with your wife, had kids, like, why, I, why do I not deserve some peace and quiet, you know, pretty much, and I don't know. I mean, it's a good point, too, you know, mm-hmm. and he's still struggling with if it's bad, if it's good, all, all that kind of stuff, why he stopped, and he does. He, he just got Eve back. He just has a daughter, like, again, his priorities are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Back on the Voltramite ship, Mark's talking to his dad, um, kind of like feeling him out on whether or not they can form an attack against Robot. And then uh, Anissa shows up. <clears throat> he freaks out on her, tells her to back off, tells his dad, oh, it's nothing. You know, don't worry about it. Which, again, I don't know if he should have told him. It's... Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But elsewhere, they're Chill still fighting. Much. <laughs> Dragon battle beasts are still fighting, but I'm glad that they're still fighting because, like, well, it just shows you how strong they are. Yeah. Well, yeah. If his last time Thrag just like I thought decapitated him or broke his neck, that, mm. you know, when he was floating in space for so long. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to see that. It's, like, it's a fight. It's <laughs> a fight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, even Mark are sitting there. She's kind of tossing out baby names and everything like that. But Mark is drifting, and he's. He tells her what's on his mind, and it's that he doesn't think he can live in this world any longer, on this world any longer, and that he thinks that they should leave it. So, oh, I never noticed it. That's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man up there. Hey, look at that. Hmm. So, yeah. It's on the next page. He, uh, if you guys remember, <laughs> oh, King Immortal... Do I in remember? In the future. I've been future, waiting for something like this. Said, I thought you took your family and left Earth. Yep. That was a long time ago. Yep. So we've been waiting for that as well. So that finally happened. So here we are, issue 117. Only a few more of these in volume 10. Uh, Starts off with Mark picking up his comics. He hasn't been in two years. They make a nice little joke at Thor and how, you know, you know, Thor was a woman for a while and how, you know, <laughs> je- you know, poking fun also at the fact that Bulletproof was invincible for a little while. Yeah, and sore subject. Yeah. Uh, I like him keeping an eye on Amber. Yeah. And she has a, a good boyfriend. And that was it. That's all we see of Amber is just him checking up on her. Seeing that Just she's a okay. Just smile. And mm-hmm. I know. I like that too. So then um, Mark briefly fights a villain who is immediately brought down by Robot and all of his drones. And Robot basically says, hey, you know, now that you've seen how things are, you know, you think you'd come around to my side of things? And Mark's like, no, you, you know, you're smart enough to know that'll never happen. So uh, that's <sighs> when D.A. Sinclair shows up. And says, hey, 
he doesn't know, but you know, we're, we've got something working, working, working on the inside. Just, just so you know, you know, you're not alone when you oppose him. Uh, my time is up. Think about it. So he, uh, we know that D.A. Sinclair is a good guy, and he's on the inside. Yeah. But we don't find too much more about that yet. Uh, Mark and Eve go spend some time with the immortal and duplicate and their kids in their cottage, where they start trying to... Uh, Talk about Yeah, it. rally them for the resistance. And Mark's like, no, we're leaving. So, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Sorry. He tells the immortal that, hey, D.A. Sinclair's on the inside if you need him, but we're not a part of this. We're going into space. <laughs> and that's it and then uh we've got william like they say they basically say goodbye to william um yeah mm-hmm. they're just saying their love, goodbyes and love, getting ready yeah i love william says what actually ever happens in space <laughs> cut to space of the the biggest battle ever and thrag skull showing his eye gone like <sighs> god it's disgusting it's so awesome like they've they, like this is such a great fight scene so, then after that, uh, Eve tries to make love to Mark. Mm. He's not into it. Baby's crying. So, we know that Mark is still kind of... Suffering from the after effects. From that, yep. Yeah. And uh, we get to see Art. It's almost like this issue was kind of a goodbye to Earth. We're seeing yeah, a lot we're of... we're seeing everybody again, seeing yep. their faces, kind of like closing up loose ends. Mm-hmm. Mark says goodbye to his dad. You know, they basically tells him, I don't agree with you, but I understand. And I guess that's going to be good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then Eve and Ghost say, <laughs> why even say goodbye to them? But whatever. Oh my gosh. I love how Eve's like, wow, dad, you really turned around at the end there because he's all freaking out about a bunch of stuff. And then at the end, he's like, you know, uh, you're the strongest person we know and you'll be fine out there. We love you. And it's like, uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> His mom's just sitting there sobbing. Yeah, her mascara <laughs> all over the place. So then Mark says goodbye to his mom. But yeah, it's a lot of goodbyes. Really cute. And then uh, in the yeah. ship, as, the, as Mark and Eve are leaving Earth, this is it, they're leaving Earth, they look back on Earth and Eve says she's got it. She's got a name for her, for their daughter. And they're going to name her Tara. Yeah. You like that? I do. Mm-hmm. I did like it. And I like the way that's spelled. What is it? T-E-R-R-A? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the next and last three issues of Volume 10 uh, marks the beginning of a new tone for the series. What? What? I just couldn't help but laugh when that first page, the, the baby's face. Oh, yeah. When they're... <laughs> Flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chunky cheese. And he's got the little snacks of whatever they yeah, are. The, the cance lock or whatever. Cance lock. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yep. So this is, uh, I want to say, um, previously, if you look, I mean, you guys don't see it in the hardcovers, but the the issues used to say, you know, the best superhero comic in the universe or probably the best superhero comic in the universe. But anyways, that's evolved over time. This is the first time where it said uh, the best superhero comic in the universe, but superheroes crossed off to say the best comic in the universe. Because suddenly it's becoming more than just a superhero comic, as you guys get to see a little taste of within these next couple of issues. They're starting a new life of their own on Telescria, and it's uh, it's very much a family 
kind of comic for the next few Mm -hmm. issues, which is cute. They've got the baby and everything. So (laughs) Alan's there to greet them. I love Tara bopping him in the eye. (laughs) I know. That was so stinking cute. And then... uh, His bodyguards. Yeah, his bodyguards, you know, showing up, which again, especially this scene, it's The Rock, right? Yeah, I know. Please be The Rock. Please, somebody listening, please make this The Rock. Yeah. He's perfect. It's, It's like... The uh, smile, the demeanor. Oh my gosh, I can see it all. Like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he I has hope. the humor, but also like, I'm a, I'm a kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, got all of it. A big softie. You yes. know what I mean? Like, oh. oh my gosh, it's perfect. I'm yep. gonna, I'm gonna write him a fan letter. Right. Like, he was, he <laughs> so was. Let's send him the first volume. <laughs> this uh, is you, right yeah, here. <laughs> circle it. Like he's in, he's in the newer. Um, the movie that just came out. The Fast and the Furious. The Fast and Furious, oh, yeah. but he's also in, like, The Pacifier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's in the a new movie for Jungle Cruise the, that um, he's going to be in the Jumanji sequel. He's going to be in Baywatch. He's in a ton of stuff. But, yeah, yeah he's in kids' movies, PG-13 movies, R movies. Yeah. Yeah. He could do it. He could do it. Ford commercials. Yeah, he's, he's saying yeah, you're, wel- he you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He's in Moana. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, okay, Rick, our, our, our rock it. crush is over. Thank, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting me get that out. Uh, so, not only could we possibly see one of the Franco boys, but we can also see The Rock. This is going to be my favorite movie. Oh ever. my God. It has potential. <laughs> it has so much potential. Man. So, Alan greeted them, but he said that he was hoping somebody else would be able to greet them. Uh huh. And. Guess who shows up to say, sorry, I lost track of time. I can't believe how Oliver. big he looked. I was yep. like, oh my gosh, Oliver. Last time you guys saw him. just like Mark. Yep. Oh my yep. gosh, I love it. Like, it's it's Mark when we first started reading that. You're right. That does kind of look like a Mark like that. Yep. Kind of young in the face and just, he's, uh, last purple. time you saw him, he was a little purplish and he had long hair, right? Yes. He was kind of that, he had that red and black costume and. Oh my gosh, he looks great. I was so excited. Mm -hmm. And like you said, this is such a family comic or like and it just like kept going. Like, oh Mm -hmm. here's Alan, here's Oliver. Yeah, here's all here's everybody. And and, and, uh Oliver's like, Hey, you know, you can have dinner with me and my girlfriend. And he's like, It's pretty serious. (laughs) Slash we have twenty babies. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, they settle into their apartment. We've got a dirty diaper joke, and then they all pass out on the couch. Yeah, so sweet. So now we've we've got another, uh, a, you know, another attempt, I guess I could, could call it, of Eve trying to, you know, make, make, make love to Mark. She is a horny beast. <laughs> like, Mark never... He's never the one to initiate it. It's always Eve. You know what? I well, think you're right. But it is always Eve. Yeah. Then he's a lucky man. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. And you have to think though. The she last, hasn't. They they yeah. yeah, she hasn't had sex in a year probably now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because he was gone all that time, yeah. the six months. And they haven't since she broke pre-baby. up with him. So right. Pre baby, yeah. So probably a year. Yep. She's allowed to be like, Eve gonna so get I, me some. So I guess that kinda <laughs> makes sense. You're right. <laughs> uh, she gets so Mark freaks out, but yeah. At that moment, Someone Oliver arrives. Comes home, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So there's Oliver and his girlfriend, Haluma. Well, but what he did say that he had a thing for what the lobsters and the right. Isn't that funny? So like, I mean, it, it made sense. Okay, but when did he say that? Oh, um, when he was talking to his dad, having the heart to heart when Mark. You're was right. Yelling. Thank you. So how funny! And I made a point to 
make sure we said that on the episode because I wanted you guys to remember that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Him saying that he once saw lobsters in a tank at a restaurant and felt kind of attracted to them. Yep. So we knew back then that he wasn't attracted to humans because he's not human. And that part of his DNA or whatever it is, that half of him is more attracted to bug-like creatures. Yeah. So but here's his weird. girlfriend. But that bug-like girlfriend, her face <laughs> looks like the lady part. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you. Can we just look at that? It's terrible. Uh, you see it now. You can't unsee it. Yeah. It's You can't unsee it. Sorry. I ruined it for everybody. Wait, does it show them kissing this? I don't know. Because you'll get Maybe to see later. that. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember this so yeah. the last one. Uh, Huluma shows up to make them dinner. And she's chopping away. And I love how Oliver's like, I mean, did you see those, those mandibles? mandibles? <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, yeah, they're, uh, they're very nice. Yeah. <laughs> So she prepares it. this big meal full of crazy looking alien food. It's kind of like a twisted version of, you know, Hook. Yeah. You know, all the colors and just, and uh, yeah, Oliver's like, hey, you know, trust me, you got to try it. I think they love it. Yeah. And Mark's like, yeah, this food is amazing. So they chow down. Eve, uh, Eve doesn't look quite as appetized. <laughs> well, um, she's not. Yeah. And then there's Mark. So... <laughs> This, I'm, a yeah. I'm a terrible person. But this brought me right back to the very beginning. Oh, where, like, on the toilet? He was on the toilet when it went up. It was like the, the opening first. scene. Yep. Yeah. I, don't, I think I forgot. What did yeah, you the opening scene, the very first issue of Invincible is him flying with his teacher as a bomb and him yes. throwing the teacher and saying, like, man, if I keep this up, I'm going to give myself a heart attack. And then it, you turn the page and it's him on the toilet reading a comic book and his mom's knocking on the door saying, if you keep that up, you're going to give yourself a heart attack. <laughs> So yeah, it's him on the toilet. (laughs) So maybe he's trying to push something out, uh something fierce. Yep. So (laughs) yeah, the the alien food isn't uh, sitting well. I never noticed. uh, Is Eve breastfeeding in this? Yes. Yes. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, well, because then she says, you know, I'm feeding her. Oh, she's finally done. Can I come in? Oh, yeah. She says, yeah. I'm trying to feed her. Yeah. But, yeah, Mark's face in this. And, oh, Hilarious. man. So, yeah, we've got a good solid, you know, five pages of, you know, Some good poop humor. joke. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Like, and the then, poop, the and poop then, jokes. I mean, like, eat, like, Mark's saying, don't come in, don't come in. And, like, oh, no, no, watch your hair. Like, I think I broke it. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, and, it's, and it, it turns, she finds a button and it's like, it's like a blender and they're just sitting there and like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love it. He was like, he was like, I don't know what to say. That, that, that came out of you. I don't think I'll ever be able to look at you the same. This is so embarrassing. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. I, uh, Mark, I'm, I'm going to go take a shower for the rest of the day. <laughs> So Eve says, you know, that didn't even phase me. You know, I'm in it for the long haul. And then we've got a nice page of them kissing, you know, they which we haven't which seen haven't in a long seen. time. Mm-hmm. But Mark pulls away and we finally, he finally tells her. He says, right. Anissa, she forced herself on me. She raped me. And he's like, I had just gotten back and you broke up with me and she attacked me. I refused and she just wouldn't stop. And Eve's saying, we can get through this together. And Mark's saying, no, you don't understand. I didn't want to. I told her to stop. But I feel like I could have fought back more. And I should have tried everything to stop her, and I didn't. I can't stop thinking about how I... I, Did I hold back on purpose? I didn't want to. Like, And so this is what's been bothering him so much. Not necessarily the fact that it happened to him, that he was raped. But it's the fact that 
could he have done more? Right. But he was so gone emotionally. Yeah. Like, yeah. he just... And uh, Eve's upset by this, and she walks away and, to find Tara not breathing in her crib. Yeah. And that's how that issue ends. <sighs> so, you know, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and issue 119 is them quickly panicking to get Tara to the hospital. They're flying around an alien planet. Nobody's speaking English. They're trying to get to a hospital. Someone finally points them in the right direction. And the doctor says that he can't treat her because she's part Viltramite. And Mark threatens the doctor. uh, And uh, the doctor takes her away. He agrees, yeah. Uh, Oliver shows up with Haluma... And he freaks out on them, saying it's her fault. What did you feed us? It had to have been something you fed us. And I love Haluma's response. She's like, you brought a baby to an alien planet, moron. Think about the radiation from a different sun or the, uh, or the particles in the air or any kind of germ or bacteria that she might not have a resistance to before you blame my food. Yeah. So he calls her a bitch. Uh, Oliver's got a feisty woman. Yeah. <laughs> So, but Mark's clearly just a wreck upset. right now. He's, of course, he's, he's looking upset. to, yeah, mm-hmm. solve the problem. Mm-hmm. I like Huluma saying, your brother's a jerk. <laughs> but yeah, Tara's okay. The doctor, you know, is, you know, with her, saying you have a lovely child. He said that, you know, uh, based on what Eve has told me, Tara ingested some sort of vegetation that caused her blood to become overly oxidized, you know, through through the breast milk. So, uh Basically, you're going to have to schedule a diet with a dietary consultant, with one of our nutrition experts, exactly. and like this whole normal schedule. Baby and stuff. That's, is that yeah. normal baby stuff? Yes. That really? Is, yes. But wow. how are they supposed to know? I mean, it's, but that's it's the an point. alien baby, like from. Right, the but there's, there's a dietitian that can help her know yeah, what to eat. Like what's this healthy, is a, what's not. This is yeah. a, a planet filled with several alien races and everything like that. They have to, I mean, obviously they're going to figure it out. Yeah. But like. This is your department, Liz. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, there's, there's different foods and things that you have to stay away from. Should mm-hmm. eat this and that. Yeah. Yeah. Scheduling like, I mean, like, all that. Like kids can't have what peanuts and everything, peanut butter, all right, that kind not, of stuff. Until they're over a year. Yeah, but it's like year-ish. that kind of stuff. Like Egg. they're new parents. Right. Like and not only those normal things, but they're on an alien planet, like Haluma was saying. So. Meanwhile. And then the fight is still dragon happening. Dragon battle nice are still little... fighting. And I, I love how they are losing more and more clothes as the fight continues. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Getting bloodier and bloodier. Less and less clothes. I love how Alan is like, they're still fighting? Yeah, it's been days. So, Space Racer is still monitoring them. them the so, when the he rock. was like, it's been days, like, I literally, it, just from having, like, the poop scene, I was like, how did that go in the bathroom? If they're oh. fighting for days. <laughs> they're, they just let Man, it out. Man, they probably just go. They just go. They, they just, just go. go. And, like, a, a nod back to, like, Dragon Ball Z. This is how the fights Would are. Look, yeah. For days like this. Really? Yes. Wow. Like, hmm. epic. Yes. I love that scene of them flying at each other. It reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of uh, Invincible flying up at Conquest. Yeah. So, which I think our friend Mike Barrett has that page. So. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So, Mark and uh, Alan sit together. Mark agrees to kind of help out Alan on some less dangerous activity, you know, just kind of... finding a purpose and meaning Mm -hmm. on this planet. Mark says he gets to be a space spy. (laughs) And then uh, offers him some uh, 
offers him some uh, canslock, which are the things that Alan's always eating ever since mm-hmm. the first issue we saw him in. I and, always forget what they're called. Yeah, and I love how Mark was like, uh, okay, I'll try it. And he's like, Jesus, that's good. Like this whole just, time. And then I was like, when we turn the page, I'm going to see him on the toilet again. Oh, I no. was just like waiting for it, you know? Oh. <laughs> A great page of Mark flying through, looking around at everything crazy. And just... I at first thought this was Oliver when I turned the page because oh, yeah. it looked so young. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, you know, what's yeah. going on? Ollie did this? a good job making them look similar, like yeah. brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I like how Mark wears a lot of blue mm-hmm. and Oliver wears a lot of red. Yeah. You'll notice that too. And uh, Mark's like, this is going to take some getting used to. So um, then it's just kind of through the daily motions. You know, they make food. Life. They, yep, bedtime. Yeah, bedtime. Dishes. dishes. And sit, then, sit on the, the tablet or the oh, yeah. iPad. Sitting yeah. on the couch. <laughs> Ignoring the Ignoring other. Ignoring each other. <laughs> um, and then Eve brings up Anissa. And she basically calls him out on his bullshit. And she's like, no, no. Uh, you know, I was still processing when she walked. She said when she walked away from him, she was still processing it. But she's had a lot to think about. It, and not a single thing was your fault. You can't blame yourself. We'll work through this. And so that kind of like kind of settles it you know i mean like it's done you you're it's okay we're gonna be fine it's accepted it's you know let's move on from this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and i like that they are able to accept everything that each other has gone through yeah you know it's just it's a good relationship Mm -hmm. building like this and then the issue ends with alan arriving and saying so we know where thrag is and he might like he might be weak and if Battle Beast doesn't kill him, we need you to go finish him. Like, finish him off. And that's how that issue ends, with Mark kind of being posed with that question. But this next issue, the final issue of Volume 10, issue 120. You knew this was coming, right? Okay, yes. So... I mean, this... this I mean, now that we're, like, here... We're at the moment. This, this is the moment, the big moment that was ruined for me a while ago. So, I mean, it didn't change the epicness the, of it, the epicness <laughs> because or what's about to happen in any way. Like, mm-hmm. if anything, it just like made me want to like get to it, get to it. Yeah. Um. So you've seen Battle Beasts on Thrag's shoulder. Yes. Yeah. I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad. I think I actually threw my phone like yeah. at the couch. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still like. But he got what he wanted. It, exactly. It's a like, page of him saying thank you. How? Oh my God! How long did it take? Oh gosh, the artwork. Right. <laughs> Look at that. Like, that would have taken forever to draw. It's so true. Oh. And color. Mm-hmm. And just still a few even... markers of red. He's got, yeah. gone through a few markers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I so do. Thrag, I just love it. So thank Thrag you. wins. He says it's done. Which, it by the way, done. the cover is one of the most disgusting things. I've ever seen in my life. The popped eye, the slit eye, not even a popped eye, a slit eye. I, I looked at it for a second, then I had to look away. That's disgusting. That's so gross. See, now you know me. I'm yeah, like, I know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I love when they show that. His, Just his, his skull. skull <gasps> the puncture in his skull. Like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Mm-mm. Gross. <laughs> it's nasty. so gross. It's so gross to Oh, it's love. awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, but damn. So yeah, Thrag finishes it and then passes out. Yeah, Thresha is obviously overwhelmed, wants to just die. She I wants know. to die too, so she wants to go down shooting. I love that she talks kind of like Yoda. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I it's, about it's that, clear actually. that English isn't her first language. Yeah. Want to die, I do. Be with my beloved, I will. Yeah, totally, Yoda. Yeah, that's Yoda. You're right. So Space Racer knocks her out. And, uh, and then it shows, oh, yeah, the blue and red Oliver and Mark. Yeah, I love that. I think that's just so cool. It's a very superhero-esque kind of thing to give mm-hmm. them a color, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's them showing up to where the battle was. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. And they're kind of, like, talking about everything. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they talk about the baby. Mm-hmm. Kind of just, like, life as they're checking everything out. Yep. I like the old... Uh, uh, Telescrians? No, uh, they're not Telescrians. Uh, it's what? whatever Oliver's mother is. Yes, yeah, I can't remember the name of that species. Me either. It's but anyways, there's an old one that approaches them. And he's like, you know, the one known as Battle Beast was able to destroy many of our cities and kill many of our kind before Monarch Thrag defeated him. You know, his body was buried in a mass celebration that was held long ago. Like yesterday. Probably. Because they age age so fast. That's what's so funny about this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then you get your, your, another callback to uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Yep. So they're Get out there. Up, Scotty. Yep, they're out there searching for Thrag in the re- remains, and uh, they find Space Racer and Thresha. <laughs> She's just so distraught. Mm-hmm. Every time I you like you say Space Racer, like it plays in my head like Space Racer, like <laughs> like <laughs> kind of like a Transformers. Yeah, yes. Like, <laughs> okay, I think little... I think of Speed Racer. Speed Racer. And yeah. then. Uh, Ooh. Is, was that just on the trailer? Because Billy and I rewatched yes. the movie, and it's totally. I, I, I think it was only in the trailer because it was on TV the other day. Ah, oh, driving yeah. me nuts. So anyway, I know. Sorry, sidebar. So they recover uh, Space Racer. He's gonna be fine. Thresh is okay, but they have to restrain her. And yeah. I like that moment of Space Racer and Thresha, like him consoling her mm-hmm. that yeah. he's actually gone. And yeah, she fell down. And... So did Battle Beast? Did he have his own comic? Or was he no. just in a lot of... No, he was only ever in this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And he really wasn't in that much of it. No. He just had cameos. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. every every scene that he had his cameo was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was always like a big deal. So, uh, back on Earth, Mark uh, is woken up early by a crying baby. <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, I love how he's like, oh, man, somebody missed her daddy. Look at you. Stop crying at the mere sight of me. I rock. I it's it. great two-page splash of her, you know, cute. So, and then I love this. This is um, what is it? A sixteen-panel page yeah. of all the different things, like a daddy-daughter day. I, I see this like happening super fast. Oh, like yeah. all of this happens within like you know a half hour. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, "Oh gosh, what do I do next?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> is she in purple because Eve is pink? And he's always in blue. So he's oh, my in. God. Uh, I've never picked up on that. <laughs> Good job. Uh, oh, yeah. And then, it's, yes, I love him talking to her. And he's like, uh, he's like just telling her stories about how he was terrified when your mother was pregnant. And, uh, you know, but seriously, you make me so happy. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, look at you. And she like thwomps over <laughs> and picks her back up. Don't judge. I don't judge. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's like, I promise you right now, uh, 
and I'm going to keep it, I swear. I will always be here for you. I'm not going to get killed. I'm not going to get lost in another dimension. I'm not going to disappear. I'm going to be careful, oh so careful for you and your mommy, but mostly if I'm honest, if I ever need to talk to someone, if you ever need to talk to someone when you're able to talk, I'll be there. And when you're older or if you come home drunk or wreck our spaceship or flying car or whatever, I'll scold the hell out of you because that's my job. But deep down, I'll just be okay that you're, I'll just be happy, happy that you're okay. And all I ask in return is don't ever throw up on my back again. <laughs> that was horrible. Great writing. I love the, that, that daddy-daughter day whole thing. Okay, so can we just address daddy-daughter day? Because she wakes up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess so it wasn't daddy-daughter day. See, this is, this is what I was saying. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It was him in the morning. You're right. So all that was happening pretty quickly. No, no. But um, he said um, in later the of the night. that... Um, She's like, oh, look, we'll go out for breakfast. He goes, no, it'll be lunch. Yeah, because she, she says, how late did I sleep? And he's like, just a few hours. You clearly needed it. I, it gave Tara and me some daddy-daughter time. That's what it is, daddy-daughter time. Yeah. So, uh... I should give him more credit. All right, all right. right. Yeah. Was, <laughs> so, uh, they go out for lunch, you know. They're exploring the alien planet. And, uh, I see, like, this is, like, a montage. Of, yeah, like, it totally is. Along, it totally like... is. They help this little creature get its cat thing out of the tree rock crystal, and then it eats the cat thing because it's its food. Yeah, like, I got like... it. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> and it's just, like... It's... I, I like Mark walking away. It's an alien planet. It's an alien planet. It's an alien planet. Like, it's just so much different stuff. Oh, yes. So, and, uh, so they're kind of in a rhythm. That's kind of showing that Mark and Eve are in a rhythm. They've got... A life they're trying to live now we don't see earth anymore and this volume 10 ends with so another, many purple babies. so many purple babies remember it oliver looked like that yeah a lot of little babies and he was so smart mm-hmm. so smart and he already like didn't have that remorse or even like care about the human race mm-hmm. yeah so these are and he's going to raise them up the way he wants. Yep. And so uh, he's surrounded by more of those women, and uh, his health is improving. And there's Battle Beast on his shoulder, a constant reminder to all of us. <gasps> and again, oh my god, I didn't even notice that that was <gasps> Battle Beast. <gasps> Brit. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. wearing him. Yes. That's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you realized that on the podcast. <laughs> Yes, that's what I got ruined. Oh my, well, he's always wearing that big fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. It didn't yeah. even fit. Oh. Yep. Right? It makes it terrible. Oh, he's but so... Oh, no. <laughs> he's wearing it with honor and pride, though. But see, like, even at this point, I still didn't know that it was him with all the babies. Mm-hmm. Like, you oh, know, yeah. of course yeah. you assume, but to, like, have that affirmation, yep. I was like, you some bitch. Oh my God, he's wearing battle beads. I know. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy, right? So messed up. So fucked up. Especially because they said we buried him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently. Well, they might have buried some of them. Yeah. Pieces. Because he skinned them. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, what an asshole. So, there's Battle Beast. So, (sighs) that was volume 10. Volume 11 comes out in two weeks. How perfect is that? It's super perfect. So that worked out really well. Now, if you were to read volume 11 right now and finish it, you would only be six issues behind. Not, no, no, I'm sorry. Like three issues behind. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So pretty soon. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. the the issues that you're going to be reading in volume 11, we were reading three months ago, three, four months ago. So 
it's time. We're in it. It's time. You're yeah. in it now. There's not much more to like spoil. You're not going to have to worry about too much stuff. I mean, definitely, especially these next issues coming out right now because the final 12 issues are a big deal, I'm sure. obviously. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot going on. So for the I, next month, be wary of things. Does it feel rushed for you? Like, because you know it's coming to an end? Not really. No? Okay. Not really. Because it's... I'm always I th- nervous. Like... Yes. I think because the the announcement was made and it's like there's going to be 12 issues. And then we knew for about six to eight months, like, hey, when those issues start, they're going to be the final 12. Yeah. And so... And the way they're happening, it's exciting. It's exciting. And the issues feel longer. Like, there's a lot in them. So, uh, I don't know. It's going to be exciting. But do you feel like it's actually going to end? Like, do you think there'll be an ending? Like, an official ending? Or do you think they'll, like, hint something at the end that, like, they can always bring something back? I know. And that's a tough discussion. Because I... I hope it ends. I hope it's con- a con- like a definitive, definitive. conclusion, like yeah. definite. Yes, like this is the entire Invincible collection. Obviously, there's still spinoffs even outside the Invincible collection. Right. So part of me would be okay if there was spinoffs after there. it ends, mm-hmm. but I want this story to end. Ryan needs closure. I do. <laughs> I think I'm going to need closure. Yeah. Like, but because think for about sure. it, what if the movie is a huge success, like? Are they not going to do more? Like, are we going to see it in TV form? Are we going to see spinoff comics? Like, we're still going to get Invincible, I feel. Like, video games, we're still going to get stuff. So part of me feels like, and we've talked about this in the past. We talked about it. We touched on it a little bit at the beginning of this episode. The Last Airbender. The movie sucked. No, it didn't. I'm sorry, Brittany. (laughs) But the, but the, did you watch the cartoon? No. Okay. Oh, my God. That's what I said. She's got to watch it. You got to watch it. The cartoon is so good, and it's definitive. It ended. Yes. Like, we have a complete story. Sure, there's the spinoff of Korra, which, if you like it, great. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's great. But you can look at those three seasons of the original Airbender series and be like, that was awesome. You don't have to think about the movie. That's kind of what I want for Invincible. I want this series to just end. And then if something else comes, it could be that's good or fine. bad. Whether right. it's good or bad doesn't affect the fact that we will have 12 volumes of awesome Invincible. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. So that's where I stand on that. Yeah. Oh. But it's exciting. You're so close. Well, and now You're I'm so like, close. what is, what is, what is Greg up to? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think's uh, going to happen? You're, you're like, what's happening? Like, yeah. what's going on on earth? Well, doesn't matter what's going on on earth because he's got his own breeding ground. Even, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? I just, I, I think that there's. I mean, there's obviously some sh- strong characters, like, with Alan and Nolan and shit, all of Robot's army, like... So he was... Think of it this was really be, smart. So yeah. that, they can all just fucking get together uh-huh. and... Well, here's here's the thing is, obviously, Thrag did what he... Or is doing what he's doing to get back at Nolan. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Oh, the whole epic battle between robot is going to like happen at the same time. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have all these baby thrags and robots mm-hmm. and Viltrumites. And Viltrumites. It's gonna be like And then there's Invincible. Oh, like, like yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm standing out from all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now think of all place. those things that you just said. Mm-hmm. Now think of it this way. You have like about twenty two, twenty three ish issues left of Invincible total. That's not for you to get caught up. That's including the end. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what I mean. 
You only and have. And these are like what ten? Those are the, the hard covers are between ten and twelve or yeah. so. So twelve will be the final one to come out ever. Mm-hmm. So you only have eleven and twelve, <laughs> and that's it. So all those storylines that you just talked about have to be done by two more volumes. Two volumes. Dang. Yeah. So yeah, we're nervous that it's not going to get wrapped up. That there's going to be things that we want closure to see on. Ended that just yeah. don't. So okay. hopefully they do. You know, yeah. I know, I mean, Kirkman's even said there are some things that he doesn't view as cliffhangers that if they're, if it's just, if it's ended, then, hey, sorry, that's just, that's how it ends. Some things don't have a big definitive ending. It just might be that. It is what it is. Which I'm afraid that's what Robot is. He fixed the world. Because done. everything's happy yeah. and it's like, what else could there be? Like, mm-hmm. why do yeah, anything Yeah, but D.A. Sinclair, like, said, oh, that's we're ready, so that's why I... And there's still the resistance. Yes. Yeah. So you want to know Did what happens it. to them. Like, Bulletproof just betrayed them all. Like, ah. there's still more story. Ah. <laughs> it's exciting. Very exciting. Thank you I all know. for listening. We've been going for probably close to two hours. Uh, Oops. That's yeah. our prior norm. It is Highway. pretty close. To, I feel like every volume we get a little bit longer. Um, that's great. I mean... Uh, if you have any questions or if you have any comments you'd like to uh, share with us, email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook. Um, write to us. We love hearing from you. Uh, that does it for us. I mean, we'll probably be back next month with Volume 11. Uh, a new issue comes out next week. Uh, check out the Fans Facebook page. They might still be doing their contest. Um, yeah, Volume 11 next and, and like later this month. So Hardcover Volume 11 will be out. The girls are going to be reading that, and we're all going to be excited, to, you know, to talk about that next month. And then we're going to have to figure out what you guys are going to do to catch up. Do we, do we uh, have you guys do the first six issues and then come on a new reader or new issue episode? Like, do you guys want to be on the new issue episodes with us, or do you want to wait till the very end? Like, I wonder. I don't know what to do. So we're going to have to think about that. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, thank you, Liz, for joining us. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. We out.